0: It's time to get informed. You're listening to Tapped In, a half hour to empower on W.R.E.S. 100.7 FM in Asheville. Each episode will tap into local important resources, programs, events, and people that can make a difference in your life. Now, here's your host, Rashida McDaniel.
1: Hello, Uh, Rashida will be coming back, I promise, but she is not back for this episode. This is Max Tainter with uh, Buncombe County's Communications and Public Engagement Department. And in today's episode, we're going to focus on local veterans just in time for Veterans Day. First, if you are a veteran listening to this podcast, thank you so much for your service. We're doing this show as a part of honoring Veterans Day, but to all veterans out there, your work and what you have done for this country transcends the confines of Veterans Day. So, thank you so much. But today's show is important because we're not just thanking veterans for what they've done for this country. We are going to highlight how we take care of those who have served after they come back. So, joining us are, and go ahead and do your introductions.
0: Uh, my name is Heath Smith. I supervise the Buncombe County Veterans Service Office at 40 Cox
1: Avenue.
2: And I am Dr. Elizabeth Lima. I am the Chief of Whole Health Service at the VA Hospital in Asheville, North Carolina.
1: So you both work with veterans, and probably are ex- have a lot of different experiences associated with veterans. But what are some of the commonalities between all of the veterans that you that you work with?
0: I guess I can go first here. Well, we're st- we see a lot of veterans, sort of older veterans in the Vietnam era, and a lot of folks that are just transitioning out of the military. Um, they there's a range of needs, whether it be you know monetary benefits, healthcare benefits, mental health services. Um, so so sort of the full array there's not really a one-size-fits-all with the veterans that come through our office
2: yes and from the v a perspective we 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 have a very similar experience you know with the vietnam population you know being the aging uh, veteran population you you see some of the struggles that accompany that age group right so we see more chronic you know medical conditions more chronic mental health conditions With the younger veterans you see the transition right how how is a 20 year old as a 30 year old how are you figuring out the big questions in life that is typical of that uh, population and on top of that they are facing the struggles that veterans who have served their country typically face so they're in this sandwich generation where they may be taking care of older uh, uh caregivers, as well as younger, if they're, if they're parents, and they're dealing with typical developmental issues on top of the the, the, the impact of that having served um, sometimes comes with.
1: So um, we're with two organizations here, Buncombe County Veterans Services and the VA, and obviously we both offer different types of services uh, for veterans. So the conversation that I want to have now is uh, talking about um what what is your role within these organizations and what sort of services do these organizations offer for veterans
0: yeah so the buckham county veterans service office we offer uh, the lion's share of the work we do is going to be the monetary benefits when it comes to vba which is the veterans benefit administration whether it be service-connected disability compensation non-service connected pension home loans education we do refer a lot of folks to the va hospital here we have a great one Uh, we refer refer a lot of folks there for access to health care uh, but we dabble in all of the federal benefits when it comes to the benefit side of the house.
2: And we focus on the healthcare component of taking care of veterans. We one of the good things that we have about having such a strong uh combination of veteran service, officers, is that, you know, we understand that from a healthcare perspective, especially in the midst of the pandemic and in the midst of the social justice unrest, is that basic needs need to be met first. So where you have veterans that have really good relationships with you know, Buncombe County Department of Health and Human Services and other veteran service officers throughout the state, that they are able to to really tackle those benefits as, that they, as they are entitled to. When it comes to the VA, we are a medical center and we have, we, we cover both inpatient as well as outpatient, as well as residential. So when it comes to healthcare, the VA comes as close to a one-stop shop as it gets. And we have the benefit of having the, the manpower and the resources to be able to take a look at veterans' perspective from a holistic perspective of mind, body, and soul. We have that most of our veterans are enrolled in primary care. So primary care clinics are the, 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 the typically the first access um, to our healthcare system. In addition to that, We have a strong, robust, and multidisciplinary mental health service. As Heath mentioned, that um, most of the veterans um, that they see are going to have, um, may have some level of service-connected disability. A lot of those could be for mental um, health-related disorders. So we have a robust programming for veterans when it comes to mental health services. But we also are, as a healthcare institution, we have audiology clinic. That's probably one of the... Uh, busiest clinics we, we have. We have an eye clinic, so we, I'm very proud that we are as, as, as close to a one-stop shop for the veterans as, as possible.
1: So we were talking uh, just before this show aired, and you mentioned that you run the whole health clinic side of the VA. So you said before you didn't work there, and then this, this new department opened. This wasn't something I, I prompted you with earlier, but what led to the creation of this whole health
2: Yes. Different. I'm happy to talk about that. We, uh, so with what the VA has done in the last four to five years is that they tackle the challenge that we know that as a country, the United States spends more than any other industrialized uh, country when it comes to health care. But when you take a look at the return on investment, as a population, not just uh, within VA, but just as a United States population, um, the totality of it is that the return of investment on how much we spend for healthcare and how healthy we are, there's a gap there. So from a VA perspective, we know that our veterans, just as Heath mentioned earlier, there's not a one-size-fits-all. So our challenge from a whole health perspective is, and our call to action is, how do we expand the conversation that we're having with veterans so that we're not just only asking, what's the matter with you? We know that if you're coming to the doctor, the veterans expects that their primary issues of concern are gonna be addressed. In addition to that, how do we expand the conversation to also ask what matters to you? We know that most of us, when we go to the doctor, the, the physicians or the nurse practitioners, or the physician assistants, they're gonna give us the same advice. Lose weight, quit smoking, don't drink that much, and move more. Most of us, however, keep going to the primary care doctor appointments and not much changes. So from a whole health perspective, what we're trying to do is we're trying to put the veteran in the middle, and the center of his or her care so that they can tell us what matters to them and then we can make a link to the treatment plan based on that. So we're expanding the conversation to include not only what matters, not only what's the matter with a veteran, but really what matters to, to him
1: or her. Yeah, it's not about putting a Band-Aid on something. It's about really figuring out how everyone works individually and creating it, uh, a plan for that.
2: Yes, we call it individualized patient-centered care. And we know that there are other healthcare institutions that have tackled this. And for us in the VA, it has translated to developing are, it's the newest clinical service. So we get to be in charge of that across not only the VA Medical Center that's in Asheville, North Carolina, but we also have the fortune that we serve veterans, about 48,000 veterans across um, many counties in Western North Carolina. So we also have outpatient clinics at the Franklin um, CBOC or the community-based outpatient clinic. We also have a clinic in Rutherford 10. And we also have a clinic in Hickory. So as we serve veterans, these 48,000 veterans across all of these different counties, how do we, how, how do we change the conversation so that they are identifying what matters to them so that we can actually make changes to, to the outcomes? And we're beginning to see that um, across uh, most VA facilities across the country.
1: And Heath, you and I spoke earlier about the idea of when you leave the the military, you're not given like, well, maybe in the past you weren't given like a full list of what you have access to in terms of services after you leave. So what would be like the the speech you would give people um, listening out there who may not know that these services exist and what they cover?
0: Yeah, and we were speaking about the veterans from different eras. I got out of the Marine Corps in 2004. I I probably had a much different experience than someone that got out in the Vietnam era that it was like, hey, you're back from Vietnam. Good luck with your life. I went through a week-long class about what benefits I could access. I do think certain issues that probably were taboo in the past, maybe mental health being one of them, are starting to come to the forefront where there's a spotlight put on that. The military as a culture is very different than the civilian world. I think everyone's pretty well aware of that. So a lot of times, when you transition out of the military, it could be from a very traumatic experience, a deployment, or something like that, and then you're thrown back into the civilian world. So navigating that civilian world can be quite difficult.
1: And when it comes to navigating that civilian world, uh, like me, I'm not—I've never served in the military. I'm not a civilian. But how do how do I navigate conversations around the military experience? It can be obviously a sensitive topic for some. But when it comes to um, giving access to service and like presenting friends loved ones and everyone with these options how do you keep that trauma in mind
0: I think what Dr. Lima had said previously about breaking down the barriers any way you can referring folks to service if you know someone that has never come in for a service that is not enrolled in VA health care um, that may be struggling with something maybe just having that conversation obviously some of it can be pretty sensitive um, but just having that conversation with folks and trying to get them put you know in Buncombe County we've got a robust um, referral network of services, whether it be the VA, our office, ABCCM, that has the Veterans Restoration Quarter. So there are a lot of services for veterans, just making sure that we're plugging them into those services and getting, getting them in front of those subject matter experts.
1: And are these services available to all veterans? Um, this is kind of a question about the differences in how you were discharged.
0: Yeah, it's not a one-size-fits-all. I may say that about five more times, but, I mean, that's why it's important to come in to our office, go to the VA, they have an enrollment and eligibility office, and just see what you're eligible for. A lot of the benefits, you actually have to apply for them. We get a lot of calls that say, hey, I want to see what benefits I'm entitled to. A lot of those, actually most of them, you actually have to go through an application process to determine that eligibility. And uh, where is your office? We are at 40 Cox Avenue up on the seventh floor with some of the better views in Buncombe County.
2: So that is definitely a place to stop. One of the things that I encourage is I hear a lot, and, and when I'm about where veterans says, well, I don't want to take somebody else's spot. So I think that that is the beauty of serving the veterans that we get to serve in Western North Carolina is that I tend to meet veterans who are not enrolled in the VA system because they're they 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 have such a high value. About uh, the mission that they served, that they really want to n- make sure they're not taking somebody else's spot. And you're not taking anybody else's spot. Uh, the best thing to do is to contact either the VA or the Buncombe County Department of Health and Human Services to, 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 to learn more. To me, that is the first step in terms of how to remove barriers is find out what um, services and what benefits you're entitled to and know that there's not a better healthcare institution in Western North Carolina. We know that year after year, the Asheville VA gets ranked in two important indicators that measures the health of our organization. When it comes to patient care, my goodness, the patients that we get to serve year after year after year they describe Asheville in very positive terms, as well as the clinics in Hickory, Rutherfordton, and Franklin. And then what that means to us is that we have worked really, really hard to earn the veterans' trust and to be able to serve them in the way that they've earned the right to be served. And um, it is not unusual for us to uh, care for veterans that are actually in other states. In South Carolina and Tennessee, we have veterans who drive that distance because of the reputation of the Asheville VA healthcare system. And we take that uh, that honor and that commitment very seriously. Another indicator of how well we're doing as a healthcare institution is employee engagement. And um, for the last three to four years running, we come on top when it comes to employee engagement. So for us, removing that barrier of you're not taking anybody else's slot. If you had a negative experience at another institution at another state. Give us a chance because most veterans who, who do so are going to be um, highly satisfied. We have this unique combination of highly satisfied patients and highly engaged employees. And I think that is our unicorn and how what sets us apart from other uh, healthcare institutions within the state as well as within the VA system and, and nationwide. So I encourage everyone to, to really um, either through Heath Smith's office or through our open uh, and enrollment eligibility office to, to give us a try because we do have services that can make a significant impact in the positive direction for the veterans who have served our country. One thing I also wanted to mention is, as Heath mentioned, there's not a, there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. So, and the rules and the regulations change, so there's no way that um, someone who does not work at a job where their primary role is to keep up with the rules and regulations to really understand. So even if you were turned down about two years or three years ago it is worth actually uh, exploring that again. One of the recent changes that Heath and I were just talking about is that recently for the LGBTQ community who were ha- had a discharge other than honorable as a result of their status that that has changed. So the rules and the regulations change. We are the best healthcare institution in Western North Carolina. So we definitely wanna be able to serve every veteran in our, in our catchment area.
1: So if you go to visit Veteran Services and you get a referral to the VA, Dr. Lima says uh, it's a great place to go. Uh, but speaking of referrals, um, obviously there's a great partnership we have here between two organizations. But what are some other referral agencies we have locally or other support services that we can connect people to?
0: So I sit on the Veterans Treatment Court team, um, and it's for justice-involved veterans. Judge Pope is um, the judge there, and Kevin Remley's the coordinator. So it's to you know, f- veterans that have struggled, and a lot of times mental health or substance abuse are in this program. Get referred, and there's a roughly eighteen-month to two two-year program they go through. ABCCM has um, you know it used to be NC serves Now I think it's. Um, I'm gonna get the name wrong, but NC serves and then the Veterans Restoration Quarters, um, which is out on Tunnel Road, close to the hospital. So there's tons of organizations um, within Buncombe County, whether it be a homeless veteran, um, someone seeking, you know, VBA benefits or healthcare.
1: So um, we've got about 10 minutes left. Uh, One thing that we all talked about that we, was very important was the idea of not every veteran's experience is the same but you can't assume a veteran's experience based on what they did either because whether you were in direct combat or whether you weren't in direct combat like you can have the same mental uh, health needs associated with something I have a friend who worked in a hospital uh, overseas and suffers PTSD as a result of it but uh, let's talk about that and the destigmatization of the issues that people need help with like The idea of not everyone, everyone comes back with different experiences, but we still need to have mental and physical support services.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'll jump in real quick. So, I mean, the military occupationally is just a dangerous place to be, whether it's peacetime or wartime. Obviously, you know, during combat, we all know about that. But, I mean, even all the training that leads into that is a very, you know, dangerous, dangerous place to be. I would even say much more so than most civilian occupations. Um, So there are folks, whether they're support folks, um that that have experiences in the military that would need to seek assistance for musculoskeletal mental health all those services that Dr. Lima and you know the VAMC provide
2: yeah yeah one of our um previous um you know secretaries at the a one cool. of the things he mentioned is that there is not a more noble profession and when you have individuals you know quite frankly very young who enlist and and serve and as you mentioned and he has just clarified that the the military it's a it's a dangerous occupation right whether it's peacetime or combat time whether you're deployed whether you have one tour or five tours and our job is how do we how, how do we build that bridge how do we build that bridge To normalize their experiences to validate whatever it is they're feeling that whatever it is you're feeling it's whatever you're feeling and um i love that expression that i am human therefore nothing is foreign to me no matter what we happen to be experiencing in the present moment whether it's something that happened three seconds ago or what happens to 30 years ago, it is not going to be shocking to our our clinicians and the staff that are taking care of veterans because we understand that from a human condition when we are exposed to uh, significant events that could impact our sense of safety and our not only for ourselves but for those who, who who are around us that that is going to impact and we're looking at health from from a holistic perspective right mind body and soul and we have access to resources that whatever the veterans decides that he or she's ready for because you know some veterans are going to be ready for uh one of our evidence-based treatments for PTSD some of our veterans are not going to be ready for that so Because it is not a one-size-fits-all, by removing the barriers and gaining access to our healthcare resources, we have a menu of options so that the veterans are not forced in one direction. They can very well decide, I am going to start with yoga, I'm going to start with Tai Chi, Um, I'm not ready to tackle this, but I know that my wife or that my husband or my partner has been Haunting me about quitting smoking, so I'm not gonna change anything, I'm just going to take care of quitting smoking. So we have all of many of options and resources so that the veteran decides what she's ready, what he's ready to tackle, and our job is to simply meet the veteran where she is, where he is at.
1: So when a veteran comes to either of your offices and you kind of go over the services and everything that you offer, what are the biggest surprises to them that you find?
0: I would say how many folks that we have either homeless or dealing with homelessness is is always a big shock to me because it's weekly that folks will come into our office and uh, just sort of piggyback on what Dr. Lima was saying. Ask the question. If it's a benefit, if you think it's out in left field, ask the question because if we can't do it, if the VA hospital can't do it, someone there can refer you to someone that could help you. So make sure to ask the question, inquire about the benefits, and I've got a great motivational speech if you think you're taking someone else's benefits. Come see me. I'll give you that speech.
2: <laughs> the something else that comes to mind is, especially when it comes to the homeless uh, population, is because we have we're in a unique position where you have both strong community partnerships as well as a healthcare institution that veterans trust. It is not unusual there is a there's a veteran employee uh, that comes to mind that he came from New York. And um, his social worker in New York said, well, I've never been to the Asheville VA, but I hear they're really good. Here's a bus ticket. So it is not unusual for us, for our homeless uh, veterans uh, department, uh, that social work does a fantastic job of building. It is not unusual for us to get veterans who literally have just come off the bus. And because we have strong community partnerships with Buncombe County Health Department, with ABCCM, there is a path for, the, for, for those veterans as well.
1: Well, this half hour is going quickly. Before we leave, uh, I want to get lasting uh, final thoughts from both of you, but before that, um, I want to talk about uh, Veterans Day coming up and the City of Asheville and Buncombe County, uh, well, the City of Asheville is hosting a uh, local Veterans Day ceremony on November 11th. So if that's in the future, check it out. But if it's not in the future, you can always watch it on YouTube because it will air live on the City of Asheville's YouTube channel. The program will begin at 11 a.m. And the keynote speaker will be Dr. Laura Tugman, uh, Chief Mental Health Services at the VA Medical Center. And um, yeah, definitely check it out. There's I'm looking at a long list of everyone who's going to speak, um, but I don't think I have enough time to say it all. So uh, let's just hop into uh, last thoughts we have from Veteran Services with Buncombe County and come, the VA.
0: Come see us. Give us a call. It can't hurt. Even if you're not qualified for something, it does not hurt. Um, to check into your eligibility to see what you may be eligible for. And we have the best hospital in the country. So make sure to enroll or contact
1: those folks. What about uh, from the VA? We
2: we we're grateful for the support that uh the veterans um through community partnerships that we're we're receiving and that our veterans receive, we're also grateful to the trust that the veterans have placed on us and we are more than happy to continue to work on, on that relationship because we believe that we get to serve the best veterans in the country and the best place to, to, to work and live as well. So thank you for the opportunity. And, um, and I second attending that event with Dr. Laura Tugman, the chief of mental health service. She's also a veteran
1: herself. So. Awesome. So the last thought that I'm going to say is if you're a veteran out there listening uh, and you don't know what services are out there that are available to you, visit Buncombe County's Veteran Services Office. They can tell you what you're eligible for, where you can go for support. They can refer you to the VA if you need further assistance uh, with mental or physical um, issues. But otherwise, thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much to Dr. Lima and Heath Smith with Veteran Services for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having us.
2: Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to tapped in a half hour to empower on W.R.E.S. 100.7 FM in Asheville. If you missed any important information from today's show, find it at BuncombeCounty.org. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more great topics.